Hi, I'm so glad that you were able to join today. Come on in. Sit with us while we have conversations, while we listen to a word of encouragement and motivation, while we reflect on scripture that will build you up, encourage you, even clarify some things that you have read that have not been clear. It's time for fresh bread. Come and dine. A blessing awaits you. Today's recording comes as a live virtual presentation that was made with a group of intercessors. I trust that as you listen that you will be blessed. The sound may be a different quality than we are used to and there is some vocal interactions uh, because of the setting but I pray that uh, as you listen that your hearts will be blessed listen this the text reflects on Deuteronomy chapter 8 from verse 1 to verse 20 of our 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 everyday expectancy is a part of our everyday movement. We are are familiar with that kind of life and and as humans, we like familiar because familiar is safe, because familiar is, is predictable, because familiar gives us a chance to plan. We, even those of us who are believers, like to have the predictable, the safe, the knowing, even though the scriptures say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart mm, and come your out understanding. And in all your ways, acknowledge Him. Knowledge and him. direct thy path. We like safe. We like predictable because we like to plan. But I want to understand that when we are going with God, that we must be careful that we are not securing ourselves in planning, but we are securing ourselves in the purposes of God because the purpose of God is what is causing you to go through the processes that you have been going through with and struggling with and dealing with and having uh, all kinds of hardships with understand that when you're going with God yield yourself to his purpose so that you may understand his process. What was the process then that God is taking Israel through in this Deuteronomy chapter 8? And I want us to, 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 to think about um, the words, the, 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 these words that God spoke to them in <clears throat> that Moses spoke to them in verse 2. He says, remember all the way 
Oh, my God. Someone who has been going through something that has been going on in your life for so long, maybe saved for so long, and praying and asking God for something for so long, but it does not seem to be coming through. After all this time, hear the word of the Lord saying to you, remember all the way which the Lord led thee. Watch this. These 40 years, 40 years is a long time for people to be journeying in the same place going around in circles but i want you to understand that no journey with god is purposeless no experience that we have with god is purposeless so hear what moses says that the lord was taking them through these 40 years for 40 years where we would change from one generation to another and i know that many of us get weary with the jesus is coming again and many of us get weary with prophecy and many of us get weary with those kinds of reflections and we want to live in the now because from the time that my grandmother and my and my father was saying all of what they were saying I still have not seen the cloud burst and Jesus come again but hear what the Lord God is saying to us today he says I have taken you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness. Watch this. To humble you, to prove you, so that you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or no. Who is leading you is the question I want to ask. Who is on the pedestal of your life? Is the uncertainty that has uh, taken over your life connected with uh, the pride that is within you, the, 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 the unyielding spirit that is within you that God is trying to correct, that God is trying to address, that God is trying to change so that you can move into the blessing that he has for you. Many of us, because we are practicing the spiritual disciplines, feel that um, we, have, we have arrived because uh, we pray for someone and they are healed because we've been able to accomplish the mission that is in front of us. We, we, we feel a sense of security in those things. But God says that if you are really going to experience my power and you're really going to come into my purpose, then you must humble yourself. Every victory that you experience is 
only a stepping stone to further the purposes of God. Not my purpose, not your purpose, the purposes of God. And sometimes we can miss it. Sometimes we can miss the fact that the blessing that God is giving to us is not for ourselves, but it is for his glory. And then he says, yeah. it is not only to humble you because you must not rise in your abundance in such a way that you forget God. It is to prove you. And the word prove there means to, to, to test you so that you can realize where your real strength is. If you know the story of Israel, you would understand that they only experience deliverance, victory, and power when they turned their eyes and their hearts towards him, when they trusted him, when they leaned upon him, when they called upon him, that's when the strength came. Yes, we are coming in prayer, but many of us, when we leave in prayer after putting the petition in front of God, we turn and we begin to ask favors. We turn and we begin to ask for help. We turn and we begin to ask for support from other places instead of taking the time to wait on God. So God says, I am taking you on this journey. I am causing every phone call that you make to turn out into a no. I am causing every door that you knock on to have no answer because I want to prove you. I want you to understand that your strength is not in chariots. Your strength is not in princes. Your strength is not in the answered call, but it is in the Lord God Almighty. To prove means to test your strength so that you might receive the power after you have come under pressure in order for something to be able to bear its weight, it has to come under pressure. When God puts us under pressure, we can be sure that power is going to come forth. The Bible says that when he has tried us and tested us, we shall come forth as gold. If we know the stories about diamond, many of us have heard it uh, uh, over and over that it starts uh, as coal within a cave, but when it comes under pressure, it will break away the outer layers and the strong inner diamond that is glistening, that is worth much, will come forth. The same with ruby, the same with other precious stones. When they come under pressure, we see the beauty of them coming out. The same with olive oil. It is, uh, you, you, you shake the tree for the ready olives to fall, but when you get those olives and you collect them, you take them down to the threshing floor and they are pounded and they are trampled on and they are rolled and they are pounded and pounded and pounded. The oil, the precious, pure oil of anointing flows out of the 
olives and we find that when we apply that oil that there is a fragrance that comes up with sweetness it is the same that when we come under pressure that the power of God is manifested. Look at the children of Israel in the various stages of their journey. When they came under pressure is when we begin to see the might and the power of God. So they come to Jordan, no one to go through under the pressure of Pharaoh and his armies coming behind them. And so God speaks to Moses, lift up your rod over the waters. And they were divided hither and thither. Under pressure, the power will come forth. Can I talk to somebody and tell you, bear the pressure because you're not Thank bearing you, it alone. Thank bear you, Lord. the pounding Thank you, because you are not Thank bearing you, it alone. Pressure because power is coming forth from Hallelujah. your pressure. Power Thank is you. coming forth from your pressure. Thank power you. is coming forth from your pressure. And when you are tried and tested, you will come forth as pure gold. I feel like I need to say to somebody again, power is coming from your pressure. And then he says to them that um, Amen. I, I have Thank caused you. you. Thank you, Jesus. I have brought you. you all this way, these 40 years, to know what is in your heart. 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 So look at your heart again. My God, look at your heart again. Remember, remember that God says that man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. God is not looking at is not looking for routine. Our routine does not impress him. God is not looking for ordinary, for regular, and for a keeping patterns. That's not what God is looking for. God is looking at the substance and the genuineness of our heart. Not because he does not know it, but to show to us what we need to change within our hearts so that we may please him. So what is mm. heart? David says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against, thy, that, the, against God. For thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The Bible says that the word of God is quick and it is powerful. That's why we have to spend time reading the word. We have to spend time putting the word inside of us. It is quick. It is powerful. Sharper than a two-edged sword piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of our heart. As we make the journey, are we just making the journey to see what is on the other side? Are we just making the journey so that we can get to the milk and get to the honey? And when we get to the milk and get to the honey, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to lavishly bathe 
bathe ourselves in the milk and drink the honey and feel satisfied? Or are we going to get uh, some soul in our hearts that we are concerned about, that we are going to tell of the goodness and the grace of God? Notice the woman at the well, when she had her encounter with Jesus, she did not run back to her room to clear out her closet and to call all the people that she had been with and said, I am, this is over, it cannot work anymore. Instead, she went and she found all the people who were in the village and Amen. she said, come and have the same encounter that I have, have had. So why is it that, I, that you are doing all that you are doing? Why are you pursuing the milk and the honey so that you can build a big house, so that you can drive a fancy car and be comfortable or so that you can fulfill the purposes of God? I want us to understand that nothing that we, that we receive from God is for our own blessing, purpose, use and enjoyment the blessings that god gives to us is so we may pour back out into his people i'm not saying that we should throw away all of the things that we have i'm not saying that we should spend all, all the gains and uh, that, that the uh, blessings that god gives to us so that we are poor that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that when we receive our, our abundance we need to remember those who are not yet in abundance and give to them also. What Amen. God is looking at our heart so that we will not be consumed with things. That's why he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So what is the purpose of my power? What is the purpose of the blessing? How do I use the things that I have received? Ask yourself, so that God would be glorified. And, and that is why we're experiencing some of the challenges that we're experiencing. Hear what, God, what, what Moses says to them. He says, God is doing all that he has done to you to humble you. Yes, so what Lord. is it that is in your heart that needs to be yielded this morning? What is it that you have been pursuing for and not receiving? Could it be that God wants you to come into an understanding that the things that he is blessing you with is for his glory? Could it be that, the, that these 40 years that he has been taking you through is so that you would turn to him? He says in verse 3, so that you will understand that I am working and fashioning and making the power come out of you so that it will produce power from the pressure. He says, I humbled you and I hungered you. I wonder who God has forced into fasting this morning. <laughs> 
my God, he has forced you into fasting by your empty cupboard, by the dwindling funds, by the pressure that you have been feeling so that he may humble you. Not because you were proud, not so much because you were, you were proud and lifted up and you were showing up. No, 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 no. Humbling is not simply about that. Humbling is, it means breaking your spirit before God. God wanted to bring you back. You've been running. That, that many of us who have been running and running and running and running and running and running and tired. And we, and we can't, we, 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 we don't have enough strength and enough time to really stop and pour into one or to pour into another because we are going and going and going and going. We get up early and we're going late and, and, and we are, or, or maybe, maybe what we're doing is giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, but we're not taking time to replenish from the source so that when we give, we can give with real power, with real anointing. And so he says that I hungered thee so that I may humble thee so that, so that, so that I, could, I could turn the script and say, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the, out of the word of God. So here's what he says. He says, I, I hungered thee and fed thee with manna. He says the food that you are eating is not the food that I have put on your menu. And so I hungered thee. I scraped out your cupboard. I took away the things that you have been feeding yourself with. I disconnected you from the things that you connected yourself with so that I may feed you with my food. Food that was not that was not familiar to you, but that which you needed so that so that you may come into the purpose. Hallelujah, that I have for you. Your journey has a purpose. I'm gonna stop there. Your journey has a purpose. Your journey has a purpose. Last thing that I will say, <clears throat> verse four, just in case you were doubting, <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, shade of our satan, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, somebody just worship God, breath in this morning, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 Somebody has been has been wondering, <laughs> is this really God? Because our natural our natural inclination when we come under pressure is to fight. Hallelujah. Because that is how we have been oriented. 
that when we feel pressure, we perceive that it is the devil that is coming to put us under pressure. But I want to tell somebody this morning that the pressure that you are under mm. is because God wants to bring power out of you. Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus. The pressure mm. that you have been under and the circles around the mountain that you have been making is mm. so that God would humble you. Remember I'm saying that the humbling does not necessarily mean that you were gloating and bigging up yourself, but that God wanted you to bow your spirit in front of him mm. another Jesus. day. Hallelujah. You know why? Mm. You know why we know that this is so. You know why we know that this is so. Look at verse four. Oh, he says, "Thy raiment waxed not old mm. upon thee, neither for all these forty years that you have been walking, your feet did not swell." <sighs> Who could do that but God? Who could oh, that God. God? Who could bring that to be? But God, you're not breaking because you're under purpose. You're not breaking because God is in the midst. <laughs> God will help her. Not right early. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You, you know, those, those of us who are old enough to, to have the turn dial radios and some of us still have them in our, in our vehicles. That, 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 that sometimes when you, when you select a channel, and I know we have the digital radios now and we press a button and it just land on the right channel and it plays. But sometimes when, 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 when it lands on the channel, we still hear some static and we need to tune we need to turn and tune it so that we can pick up the voice clearly. That's what God is doing. No, that's, no, that's, that's what he's doing. When, when he says that, that, that I, I am humbling you, he's saying, change the channel slightly. Tune it so that the static will go away and you can hear me. He says, I am with Hallelujah. you. And I want you to know that I am with you because the one shirt <laughs> that you have been wearing, you don't know how it has lasted. You don't know how through this pandemic you've been able to survive when normally at the funds that you are receiving, you would not have been able to meet your needs. But somehow, week after week, month after month, uh, bill after bill, you have been able to meet them. Month after month, you, you've been getting extension after extension and forgiveness after forgiveness. They've been telling you, don't worry about it. It's okay. I understand that you are under pressure. I understand that, that things aren't, aren't, aren't good now. When things are good, we can look at it again. 
The raiments that you are wearing have not waxed cold or waxed old upon you. <laughs> Close the tear up, tear up. Hallelujah. Because My the God. Lord God Almighty is Jesus. with you. Oh, and for all yes, the Lord. walking yes, that you've been doing, your feet did not swell. Jesus. Your journey has a purpose, my friend. Yes, yes. Your journey has a purpose, my yes, friend. Yes. And if you miss that part of the encouragement, please know that God is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. God is faithful. He will not cause you. <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me just run over to, to, to Romans and drop this one on you. And, and, and then, Jesus. And then we're going to pray. Then we're, then we're going to pray. Hallelujah. 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 He says that we are hard pressed. Hallelujah. On every side. Ah, hallelujah. But not forsaken. Shut down. <laughs> but not destroyed. Let, let, let's go over to it. Second uh, Corinthians 4, 8 to 10. Second Corinthians 4. Hallelujah. 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 Let's let's let, let's look at it. Let's look at it. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Verse 8 to 10. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed, always bearing in our body the dying of the Lord Jesus. He is with us. He is with us. He is with us. He is behind us. He is before us. He is about us. And he will deliver you. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, favorite, follow, share, so that others can participate in the blessing. Thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word. Leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you. Let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast. We're also looking for your feedback. Once again, thanks for being a part. God bless you.